This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am Molly Gamble with Becker's and privileged today to spend some time with Teresa Huffman, CEO of Texas Rehabilitation Hospital of Arlington. Teresa, welcome to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. How are you today and where does the podcast find you? Hi, Molly. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm great today. It's Friday uh, and uh, it's actually Friday of National Rehabilitation Awareness Week here in Arlington, Texas. Um, at Texas Rehabilitation Hospital of Arlington. And we've just had a fantastic week of celebrating and recognizing our employees uh, and remembering our purpose of providing um, hope, love, and joy to those that we serve through rehabilitation services. So it's a great day to be on the podcast today. Yeah, I think we could have asked for a better time to feature you and to connect. Uh, For listeners who, who might be not as familiar with Texas Rehabilitation Hospital of Arlington, Teresa, can you share some key facts about the organization? And then also, can you share some of your background too? Absolutely. Uh, thank you uh, for, for asking those questions. I think rehabilitation is a unique uh, kind of area in healthcare. And so I'm happy to tell you a little bit about our hospital and then myself. Um, Texas Rehabilitation uh, Hospital of Arlington is a 40-bed inpatient acute rehabilitation facility. Again, we're located in Arlington, Texas. If you aren't familiar with um, this area, it is part of the Dallas-Fort Worth market space, but we're unique in that we're fashioned um, right in between the two. So um, Dallas is to our um, north and uh, east, and Fort Worth is to our south and west. Um, Texas Rehab Hospital of Arlington is, is a pretty unique venture. Uh, It is a tri-venture facility, and uh, I'm sure many people um, are either a part of or have heard of joint ventures, but uh, tri-ventures are are quite unique. Um, And uh, so just a little bit about us, we are a LifePoint Health Rehabilitation Hospital. And so um, that's pretty awesome to be a part of the, I think they're the eighth largest uh, healthcare organization in the United States. So pretty amazing um, to be our managing partner. And then our two other uh, partners and um, really special to this area are Texas Health Resources. Again, in uh, Texas, uh, the second largest healthcare uh, organization uh, to be a part of, and then Methodist Health, and not to go unmentioned, not as large as some of the others in Texas, but uh, still um, a great reputation uh, known in this area and uh, excited to be partnered with both of them. We've been open since 2015 and, and have had the privilege to serve the greater Arlington and Mansfield communities in need of medical and physical rehabilitation. Primarily, we serve neurological patients such as um, strokes and brain injury patients, but we treat basically anyone in need of intense rehabilitation when recovering from an injury or acute or chronic illness. We are currently ranked in the top 7% of the UDS nation for all of rehabilitation hospitals in the United States. Uh, We serve uh, and have amazing clinical outcomes. Uh, We send over 85% of our patients home 
which is pretty astounding after the illnesses and injuries that our patients have, have taken on. We are CARF accredited and Joint Commission accredited. And if you aren't familiar with CARF, many people are not, it's the Commission of Accreditation of Rehabilitation Facilities and obviously is very specific for rehab. Uh, we have uh, currently two certifications in stroke and then in amputation, and we're seeking after our brain injury certification. We're the only rehabilitation facility in Arlington that is CARF certified. We're also the most technologically advanced facility uh, we have uh, currently two robotic devices, one that's an exoskeleton that assists patients in walking and ambulating, um, as well as sit-to-stand uh, type intervention, and an upper extremity robotic device. We also have uh, weight-bearing technologies for our patients in need of uh, weight-bearing alterations, and for those patients to be able to progress to the most positive outcomes as quickly as possible. I am sure that I could go on for hours and hours about how amazing our facility is, but I'll take a minute just to pause to tell a little bit about myself. I'm honored to get to um, talk today on this podcast uh, as the CEO of Texas Rehabilitation Hospital of Arlington. Um, I came to this seat um, uniquely in that I am a physical therapist, actually by background and education for over 20 years uh, in in Texas, I've been able to serve many different um, levels of care and populations of, of folks. Um, I just love the profession of physical therapy. And so as I progressed in my career, I had the opportunity to um, get my, my MBA. And um, throughout that process, felt like leading a rehab hospital would be a really great opportunity to combine those two subsets of, of knowledge base that I've had the opportunity to gain in my life been here for uh, almost six years and I'm really proud of the work that we get to do and the unique perspective that uh, a clinician uh, in rehab uh, is able to bring to uh, that leadership stage. It's helped us to um, be able to succeed and have the outcomes that we do because outcomes and um, you know patient-driven uh, care is what drives me to be the leader of the organization. So that's a little bit about uh, us as a hospital and me as well. Fantastic, Teresa. I mean, so much going so well, I think as your response just illustrated, you know, ranked top 7% for all rehab hospitals in the U.S. You mentioned over 85 patients at Texas Rehab Hospital of Arlington are sent home. In that response, you helped us better picture your organization, also better understand some of the excellent outcomes coming out of this hospital. Um, I want to turn and look at the other side of the page, if you'll let me. And even though so much is going well, what have you been seeing as some of the themes or the challenges that are defining this year for your organization so far? Yeah, I, I think um, there have definitely been some of those along the way. I, I feel like in uh, leadership and healthcare, I've really had some challenges since 2020, right? COVID threw all of us for a loop and we've all been trying to to find our way out of it. And 2023 is no exception to that. So for us, staffing continues to be kind of our number one challenge uh, this year, especially in our nursing areas. You know, as a smaller facility, as I mentioned, uh, we do not have kind of the built-in layers uh, that maybe larger facilities might have. 
um, it's to be able to cover some of the gaps that might exist. So for your RNs, your LVNs, even you know CNA positions, it really has been a challenge for us to fill and retain uh, those positions. So, you know, staff continue to be stressed by uh, inflation costs and their needs, um, you know, for for home life and um, for outside of, of work. And you know, we continue to have to look at ways to advance their pay, come up with bonus incentive plans. Uh, for them just to get the hours covered that we need. Uh, and then to fill those positions, we don't feel like there really are enough uh, folks applying for the positions to be able to fill uh, the, what we have for them. Uh, we continue, like I said, to look at uh, salary assessments and uh, take a look at the community uh, needs to make sure that we're able to stay competitive. Uh, but we've had more and more competitors enter our market space that's actually a, another um, you know, potential challenge for us as well. Being right here in Dallas-Fort Worth is, is awesome and it's, it's such a great thing to be a part of, but it just means that there's so much competition in every corner that you turn. And just this year, we've had two competitors come into our marketplace here this year. And so really trying to make sure that uh, we're staying top of our game for our employees, for our patients. There are more, uh, you know, choices in the marketplace for rehab now than there ever have been. So for us, those are a couple of our really big challenges. There is one that's actually coming here towards the end of 2023. Um, you know, we all know that we have, uh, you know, threats um, with, uh, with Medicare and, and CMS audits and technical denials. That's kind of an ongoing, um, you know, challenge that we all face in healthcare. But uh, this year, uh, Medicare has introduced uh, what's called the Review Choice Demonstration, the RCD, for uh, rehab hospitals. And uh, it's one that is uh, really challenging for us. Um, so we'll be subject to 100% review of our Medicare claims uh, by Medicare contractors. And they'll be reviewing for, you know, determining uh, if the beneficiaries meet the, uh, you know, the recovered or the required I guess, needs for coming to rehab. And um, this is just an added threat to this level of care and, and really could wind up limiting access for kind of that ill and injured Medicare population and beneficiaries. You know, a, a really a population that needs our level of care uh, more than, than any other patient. And so this is gonna already burden our facility and, and this rehabilitation level at a time when we're already in critical staffing needs. So um, obviously I, I, I feel like we will do well. We already have really solid processes in place, but it's just an added time constraint and burden to be able to get through the process of review choice demonstration. Mm -hmm. And Teresa, how long, you, you mentioned that audit is set to occur later this year. What's the duration of that audit? Do you have a sense of the timeline of that, of how long, it, between what begins and concludes? Yeah, you know, Medicare um, started in Alabama and uh, they started there just, uh, I think the midpoint of, of August, uh, August 15th, 20th, somewhere in there. And uh, really it's not as much a time frame as if you meet the requirements or not, right? And mm -hmm. so they said that they would add additional states every 90 days, but they have already amended that and said it's going to be every 60 days. So um, obviously we've moved past uh, the 30 day mark. And so we're into that 60 days. Um, and they already stated that they are moving to Texas as the third state. 
And so, you know, we don't know, they could come back and amend it and say they want to move there every 30 days or, you know, every 15 days. Um, and so we're just prepared right now. We're actually auditing 100% of our charts, charts, not even just Medicare charts at this point for all of the, the technical components. And we're doing that seven days a week and making sure that, you know, everyone's on point for that. So again, I feel like we're going to do well. It's just the amount of resources that we're having to dedicate uh, to this process is, um, you know, really challenging in a time where we really should be focusing uh, on, you know, care delivery and uh, actually, you know, getting the outcomes that we need versus the crossing the T's and dotting the I's and, you know, all of the things that uh, Medicare will be, you know, really reviewing and looking at here. Mm -hmm. Well, I imagine too, Teresa, that it's, especially because it's the first time, right, that your organization is doing this. So when it, when it comes to focus and talent and resources, um, you probably don't want to underestimate and you might even find yourself the first time around. There's a lot of questions. Whereas if it were your second or third time going through something like this, an audit like this, you might be a bit more prepared of what exactly you need and how many people and, and the time you need. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, We are, I mean, really almost overly uh, staffing, you know, this process to ensure uh, basically they're you know, determining whether they will, you know, pay for your patients who are, are in your house and, you know, coming um, to receive services. And so, you know, for us, um, this is a, you know, huge priority and huge focus. Uh, again, I, I just feel like we are reallocating our resources in such a way that um, is, you know, not, we're not being able to um, serve our, our patients um, and, and not that we can't take care of them, but um, with, you know, with these added resources just creates burdens, um, you know, on, especially on smaller hospitals and most rehab hospitals are smaller, you know, the majority of hospitals are probably 60 beds or smaller and just don't have um, the extra added layers to be able to uh, have the resources for, for this project. Well, it sounds like some headwinds that acute care hospitals shared too, you know, staffing, you mentioned nurses, especially disproportionately impacted by shortages. Uh, you mentioned the increased competition and competitive landscape um, with the entry of, of two new competitors this past year, or was it two years, Teresa? No, it was this past year. This two past year. Yes, just this year. And then those audits, but you know, the other thing I wanted to get your read on, Teresa, and I'm not saying this is necessarily a challenge, but I think you hear a lot from the acute care hospitals about services and types of care moving into the home. What is that the same for re rehabilitative care? And then if so, what does that currently look like? And where do you see that going? Yeah, that's a, a really great question. It is one that I, um, I like to trend and track in acute care, but it's not something that's necessarily flowing over into rehab. I will tell you what is though. So, you know, we're not actually going to be performing care delivery in homes um, with rehabilitation. Um, but what we will do is now we're determining if a patient should be admitted to rehab from home, right? Um, you know, no other time in history that I'm aware of are patients discharging from acute care faster than, than now, right? I mean, people who, um, total joint replacements used to have a four and five day length of stay and they're doing them on an outpatient basis now. So talk about, you know, really uh, more fast paced and shortened length of stays in acute care. And so oftentimes patients get home and either they are failing there or feeling like they just can't take care of themselves back to their previous level, level of care. And so for us, this is a way for us to create, um, it's kind of a home uh, program where our liaisons go to 
the home and they do an evaluation there to determine if that patient is appropriate for rehab. So we're working with physicians offices and home health care companies to determine if a patient might be you know, more successful with a few weeks of intense re uh, inpatient rehab to get them ready and back to that home life. Again, as I mentioned previously, we send 85% uh, of our patients home. So these patients should be getting uh, back into their previous level and into their homes, they might just need a little bit of a, you know, a little more tune-up, a little more intense therapy to get them prepared for that. So we are seeing some flow over into the home, just not as much of our care delivery there, um, but it's a population coming from home where traditionally rehabilitation patients have come from acute care hospitals. That's, that's most likely where you're getting referred and where you're getting transitioned and transferred from, but we're seeing a larger and larger percentage uh, of our admissions coming from home. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I, I was not aware of that. So I'm glad you made mention of that because I think as care moves from one place to the other, whether it's from inpatient to outpatient, inpatient to home, you know, in this case, home to your facility, really interesting to know. So thanks for that overview, Teresa. You know, it, as we wind down here, is there a thought or a message that you would like to leave our listeners with or, or something we haven't discussed? Absolutely. You know, I think we can get bogged down a little bit in some of the challenges and pain points um, that we all have. And as leaders in, in healthcare, it, it can um, seem like that. But just want to point out that, you know, here at Texas Rehab Hospital of Arlington, we strive to make our communities healthier, like I'm, I'm sure so many different um, healthcare facilities do. But we do that by providing um, that hope, healing, and recovery combined with um, joy that we're able to provide to our patients, families, and physicians um, every day. And so although we've, you know, discussed some of those challenges, I just want to make sure to, to put it out there keep up the good fight. Um, I know that leading in healthcare can feel like a constant uphill battle, um, but we should all consider it a privilege and honor to get to um, lead our organizations and uh, get to, to lead our patients and our staff um, successfully daily. So I know I consider it an honor and I just appreciate getting the opportunity to um, be on the podcast today. Molly, thank you. Thank you, Teresa. I love the note that you decided to end on there as we talked about some of the headwinds you're seeing, but also that that optimism is still intact at Texas Rehabilitation Hospital of Arlington. So this has been Teresa Hoffman, CEO of that organization. Teresa, thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you, Molly. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.